Welcome to Stand Out from the Crowd, the podcast dedicated to helping professionals and leaders amplify their voice, impact, and influence. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, bonjour, salam, alaikum, and welcome, beautiful people, for another live episode. My name is Doreen, and I'm the host of the Stand Up From The Crowd podcast. Every week on Wednesday, I interview some of the brightest leaders and entrepreneurs of our times. You know, as people, we have strengths, weaknesses, and we share stories, and this is what connect us as humans, right? So we talk all about it without filter. Before we dive into today's topic, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave your review on the podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. As usual, let us know where you are tuning in from because we have a beautiful international community and we love it when you take an active part in the conversation. So, as we enter uh, the new year, you know, let's take some time to reflect on what's important to us. What do we want to carry on into the new year? What do we want to leave behind us? And, you know, how can we start building new habits to make uh, a successful 2023 and to build a successful life? So today, this is what we are going to talk about about with our standout guests, which are uh, Kristen, Tracy, and my friend Robert. So hello, beautiful people. How are you doing? Hi, Hi everyone. Happy to be here today. Yes, thank you for joining us and thank you for, for all of you watching the live and the replay. Again, do not hesitate to leave your comment, question, and share your insights uh, for 2022 in the comment section. And let us know what are you looking forward to in 2023. So, beautiful standout guest. I have a couple of questions for you today. Um, this is already the end. This is already the end of 2022. I feel like the older I get, the faster time goes by. Is that just me or like you feel the same too? <laughs> it's not just you. I have to agree. Totally the same. I have to agree. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad so, for 2022 to be over though. Like I'm looking forward to 2023. So, so Kristen, can you describe us? How would you describe... Uh, 2022 in two, three words. In two, three words. Yes. <laughs> um, you know what? Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say make the ask because that's what I did oh. a lot of in 2022. Okay. You made yeah. the ask. That's I, great. I, asked. I reached out yeah. and I asked. That Which was my we Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like that one, which we don't do often. But let me introduce you, our last guest here, Bobby. Hello and welcome, Bobby. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Can you hear me? Yes, we, we can, can hear, you. hear you well. Okay, great. Sorry, the, the, the lighting in this room is terrible, but I'm actually in my, I'm out west at, uh, at my mother-in-law's house for the holidays, and uh, this is the best 
quietest room I could get, but I'm excited to be here and sorry I'm a little bit late. I was trying to pair the channels and it didn't actually work because you already started. That's okay, no worries. You are here. That's what the most important for us today. So thank you for joining us, Bobby. So make the ask. That's something that you did. And so can you tell us a little bit the difference before not daring making the ask, which is uh, the case for a lot of people watching and listening to us? And what the change that you see after you decided to make the ask more often? Um, like you said, like a lot of us do struggle with asking, mm -hmm. asking for help. Um, but this year I decided to try it out. Let's experiment with, with actually putting it out there. And people are so ready and willing to help. Mm. We have to be able to swallow our pride. A lot of times it seems like we have to swallow our pride and just ask. Mm -hmm. And it's just something wow. that can be the smallest thing that can have the biggest results. I had a really big year simply because I made the ask. Wow. Wonderful. How about you, Tracy? How would you resume your, your 2022 using two, three words? A little bit more if you want to. <laughs> I was thinking about this while Kristen was answering, although I really love make the ask. But for me, it was very much a year of grief and love. Um, and it was, I think, so for me, compared to a lot of other people who experienced this at the beginning of the COVID pandemic, we had a lot of, of loss in my family in 2022. And it was really interesting just to explore the journey from grief I mean, love exists the whole time because the reason why you grieve is because you love the people that you lost, but kind of transitioning that and being able to find more love in, in the space, in the digital space, in our family mm -hmm. space and like with clients. And I'm a big believer that love is the thing that like connects people. And for a very long time, we've segregated love into specific areas and they're like love can exist here but not over here mm -hmm. and I don't think that it's helping us very much so for me it's really been about like not only how can I give love in any scenario but also how can I receive love because I learned that I wasn't very good at that um and in terms of looking at abundance and things like that has an impact as well um so receiving love was something that was a very big transformation for me in 2020 mm -hmm. and love is everywhere it's just like I feel we don't feel we don't take the time to see it or we don't open up enough to receive it right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about you, Rob? All right. So let me let me just ask: Have you guys seen the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Anybody seen those? Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow. So for me, 2022 was kind of like Johnny Depp playing Jack Sparrow. You know, he was walking around half drunk half the time, and he did some good things every once in a while. He was trying to do good, and sometimes he got in trouble. But all in all, everything was just a blur. <laughs> right. So the whole year I'm attempting to do a lot of good things, but some things didn't go the way that I planned. Quite a few things I just stumbled drunkenly upon with good luck. And uh, some things went exactly how I planned it. But all in all, it was kind of a blur because it went by so fast. But for me, um, you all have said some things that resonated with me asking for help. Man, that that's a big one. And I think sometimes in order to ask for help, we have to I learned to forgive myself 
you know, because a lot of times we don't ask because we don't want to bother people and we don't want to burden them with our stuff. But yet we give so selflessly to other people. And, and then at some point in time, you know, it's OK to reap and get some of that back. So while I was walking around drunkenly like Jack Sparrow, I hit my head and came to some of these revelations. You know, it's OK to let go of certain things. It's OK mm -hmm. to forgive yourself and it's OK to ask for help. Yeah. I want to say, like, it's everything literally can be okay as long as you do it with good intention, you know? Yeah. And, like, why would we, would we, like, hold ourselves back from loving, receiving love, from asking, from trying, and, and failing, our, and I use it, quote unquote, failing, you know? Like, just how about allowing ourselves to try and, you know, to understand that it is okay? to not be okay or okay to do something that we are not used to do, right? Um, I think like that would be much, much less stressful for us. <laughs> yeah. Bob, Bob, how about you? How would you summarize that your 2022 uh, year using two, three words? Uh, well, I'd probably say um, the two things that come to mind is community and meaningful connections. And I'll mm. explain that in a second. So the community piece is you know, I've spent a lot of time being part of communities, but I've also worked on building communities. So one of the communities I've been building is called the Thought Leadership Writing Club, which is a community of mostly mostly LinkedIn uh, LinkedIn influencers and experts, but also people who are building brands across different businesses across different areas. But I've been nurturing this community. We've been meeting every week. We've been talking to each other. And so that community has been really, really powerful. And now it's starting to reap the rewards. People are starting to, new people are coming in. And it's starting to, people are referring each other to business. And now, as I always say, the rising tides lifting old boats. And so for me, that community building piece is incredibly important. Uh, and it's also made me think about communities that I'm part of, as well as, you know, other groups that I'm running. Uh, and, uh, you know, another community that I'm part of is TEDx. You know, I've done five TEDx talks. And so mm -hmm. I started a TEDx, uh, you know, speaking community to help people get TEDx talks. And that community also is thriving and people are there. And it's, it's a great conversation. Uh, doing my Twitter spaces, doing my clubhouse rooms, doing my LinkedIn I rooms. That's all about building community and, and just giving back, but having a, people that are there on, on a regular basis and sharing knowledge. So for me, community has been a huge part of this year. That also includes my friends, which uh, goes back to the meaningful relationship piece, which is I'm a very social guy. So I'm 100% extrovert, according to Myers Briggs. And when I used to have, you know, uh, Christmas parties, birthday parties, Oscar parties, I'd invite you know, 200 people in my local area. If I'm running a, an event, I want, I want 100, 200 people to show up. And one of the things I learned during the pandemic was uh, on my birthday this past, last, this, this year, or in February, I decided, you know what, let me just invite people I really, really want to see and talk to. Because oftentimes you have like 50 people and you're, you're running around talking to people, having quick conversations and it's catch up. Someone I haven't seen in four years, someone I haven't seen in seven years. Oh, how's it going? How's life? Oh, you have a new baby. Great. Uh, but instead, for my birthday party, I invited just 10 people. Now, uh, seven seven showed up, and we had this amazing dinner for like three hours. You know, wow. it was, wow. I was like, this is great. Why don't I do this more often? I, as an extrovert, it doesn't have to have, I don't have to have 100 people. I could have some, like, you know, and, and for an extrovert, six to 10 is small. Uh, but, you know, it was still intimate and very meaningful. <laughs> and now, uh, you know, when I, I had a holiday gathering, I just invited the people that, I really, really wanted to see. And so for me, <clears throat> now here I am in, in British Columbia. And when I go to a city, uh, so for example, I'm going to Vancouver for New Year's Eve. 
I only want, I don't, I don't invite, usually what I would do is I would invite 20 people to a lunch and whoever shows up, shows up. And now what I do is I pick who are the one or two people I really, really want to see. Mm. Let me just send them a message. Hey, if you're around, I'd love to see you one-on-one. Let's just get together or come by and we, we can hang out. And so deepening that relationship mm-hmm. uh, and, and building meaningful connections has been a huge part of what I do. And also that works to, to, to LinkedIn and Twitter and all that, because I have friends on LinkedIn and Twitter who I've never met personally, like, you know, Denny was never met personally, uh, like in person, but, you know, we build a connection with them and building those connections. I have some really amazing friends that I hang out with on LinkedIn and Twitter, which is amazing. So that's the other aspect of, uh, about this. And, and, and I, I like to say less is more, you know, when it comes to networking, I, I feel like for a, the longest time, people had this vision that, oh, it's about the number, right? Like I have to meet like 50 new people every month or every day or every week. And, you know, the longer the list, the better. When actually I have always been, uh, you know, about nurturing a few relationships, but, you know, strongly deepen the relationship, as you said, Bobby, because then this is how, first of all, you build a real connection, a real relationship. And I found those few relationships are, are way more important and impactful than having hundreds of people on my list and not knowing who they are, how I can help them, and eventually how I can make the ask, as Christian was saying, you know, for them to help me out, right? So the fewer, the better. So you get to people, you know how you can help them, them and you know how they can help you as well and how you can build a win-win relationship. That's it. It is that simple. Yeah, I um, have to keep my list small because I forget everybody's name. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very bad with name too. To, so I can share one or two tips with you later, Rob, uh, how to remember name. But yeah, I, when it comes to networking, remembering names is very important. So let's take a look at the comment here. We have Gary Spencer who says 2022 was a year of consolidation. Oh, I like that. And acceleration. And thank you for sharing that, Gary, because I feel this is what I want for myself in 2023. I want to capitalize and yeah. consolidate what I have been building in 2022 and accelerate my growth. So thank you. That that one resonated very, very much with me. We have someone joining us from New Zealand uh, who says wow. best wishes for 2023. Wow, I think it's night, night time in New Zealand. Um, <clears throat> Gary who says it's raining in the UK. Here it's not snowing. In Alberta, it's snowing over there. It's sunny. It is it's snowing here. Yeah. <laughs> When is it not raining in the UK? I mean, <laughs> that's a good question. And I can say it always, it always rains here too in uh, Victoria, BC. Yeah. So it's yeah. always raining. Right? To wet and, Christmas. <laughs> and we have Darren also. Hi, Darren, who says uh, very hot and humid in Auckland. Wow. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, this is part of of life right we live in it and that's the beauty of internet we are in so many different places living so many different realities but we are able to connect for the time of 30 45 minutes so please keep the comment coming so my next question to you um what was your 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 biggest challenge this time of the year um Kristen, do you want to start the biggest challenge of 2022? Biggest challenge? Well, we are dealing with um, our favorite thing, inflation. 
And a lot of people were, of course, worried about their finances. And because of that, and being a coach, um, I, I, I lost a few clients because they thought they had to prioritize their, their finances. And they, <coughs> and because I, I work with people who have a full-time job and a side hustle, mm-hmm. they put the side hustle on the shelf, you know, the, the side hustle wasn't much of a, a priority as well. So my biggest challenge, it actually turned into my biggest challenge turned into my biggest win. Because Ooh. with that, it was I had to keep going. I'm an entrepreneur. Like, what can I do? Where? How can I pivot? That was the word for 2020, right? Pivot! And we all picture Ross <laughs> on, <laughs> on the stairwell with the couch. So it actually, it, it's um, like most entrepreneurs, we take that one thing and we know how to to shift it. So while it was a challenge, it that was when I really kind of sparked making the ask. So my biggest challenge did turn into my biggest win because I ended up having my biggest accomplishment um, this year with getting the entrepreneur in residence with Toronto Public Library. And mm-hmm. even that came out of making the ask, just reaching out to my network and saying, hey, like, where can I show up? Do you know anywhere, somewhere that's looking for coaches? I want to be able to offer my services more and blah, blah, blah. And people are tapping into their thing. And somebody's like, hey, I think this might be a fit for you. And I'm like, that's mine. I claimed it. And it turned out to be mine. So if I didn't make that ask and if I wasn't being challenged, hey, who knows what would have happened? Yeah. That's a great lesson here. Wow, mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. Rob, what was your biggest challenge? Outside oh, wow. of being you know, like Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> and walking you know, around really, <laughs> So I, I would say my biggest challenge, my inner my me was my enemy. And, and what I mean by that is just too much in my own head with certain things because let's face it the year was been has been interesting for everybody we do have inflation coming we have people that have lost jobs people that have lost lives people's businesses have tanked some people's businesses have grown and in the midst of that sometimes you can start overthinking well let me just personalize that sometimes i can start overthinking and not take risk when i should and sometimes take risks that i shouldn't so you know the the biggest challenge was just facing the inner me that was my enemy but also my angel at the same time because it forced me to step outside of my comfort zone even further uh so the last three years has just been a constant dancing outside of the comfort zone looking in pointing and laughing you know so yeah but i i like what you're saying the both of you because you know it's really the mindset and i want to say the spirit of an entrepreneur right because uh it's nothing glamorous like there is nothing fancy or glamorous about being an entrepreneur uh despite what social media try to make you believe people uh, like <laughs> it's really about being challenged on a daily basis sometimes uh, let me know if it resonates with you sometimes i'm like why do i do that why am i doing this to myself like i had a good job great situation living the good life and i decided to become an entrepreneur and some days are good many days are not so good some days are just i don't understand what's happening in my life and i'm like why am i doing this to myself but then you know it's about learning it's about looking at challenges and 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 obstacles as an opportunity to grow to learn to get better to improve and i feel like this is really what I love the most about entrepreneurship is this ability that I have to go outside of my comfort zone 
doing things I never imagined I would do or I would be able to do, right? Yeah. Tracy, yeah. What, what's your thought on this? Yes, <laughs> agree. <laughs> I, you know, and I think this is probably pretty common for entrepreneurs, but this happens to me a lot anyway, right? And I'm like, you know what? I like, I'm really smart. I had a great career in sales and marketing. Like, why wouldn't I just go back and get another job? It's so easy to just have a job. <laughs> And then I remind myself that the reason I don't do that is because I have a very, one, I have a four-year-old son at home and it's very important for me to be around for these formative years of his life. And so I want to be at home and I don't want to work. When I was in corporate, I worked 80 hours a week. I don't want to work 80 hours a week. I want to work 25 hours a week, right? Like, and that's, what balance looks like for me right now. And it might be different five years from now, but that's what balance looks like for me. And corporate workspaces still don't want to create that, right? They don't mm -hmm. want to create that and say like, I can provide this dollar amount of value in 25 hours a week. I want someone to come and sit here for 40 hours a week. Right. And I'm just not ever going to do that <laughs> again. Um, and so it, 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 it is hard, but I think when we come back to our whys, it makes mm -hmm. it easier for us because one of the other problems I had in my corporate work life was that I didn't feel like I was making a contribution. Yeah. And mm -hmm. what I realize now is that I wasn't making a contribution that was meaningful to me. I was mm -hmm. making a contribution, but I wasn't making, it wasn't meaningful to me at all. And I'm grateful every day for my son because he showed me what, meaning meant right like I could spend time with him and that was meaningful and I could spend time at work and none of it was meaningful and while god bless the stay-at-home moms because I don't know how people do that but I needed a, I needed I wanted I want to make a contribution I want to make I want to do something that's meaningful to me and what's meaningful to me is for people to see this their sparkle in themselves and so i get to do that at home with my son every day i i and i get to do that through my coaching and even like just by showing up on linkedin right so i get to do that and i don't have to be chained to a desk for 40 hours a week and so anyway that that why is the thing that keeps me going and i really appreciate too that gary is sharing in the comments that he his yeah. biggest challenge was leaning into vulnerabilities and discovering strength and resilience because i think this this is what we practice every day as entrepreneurs is strength and resilience it's about not giving up on the things that we believe in and it's not about everybody believing in exactly the same things, but it's about someone standing up for what they believe and, and doing the thing. And sometimes they do the thing that doesn't work and, and all of it, but it's, I think it's a beautiful, I talk a lot about personal brand evolutions. And so for me, it just is a beautiful evolution to watch people go through, say like more and more every day, I know, you know that like mm -hmm. real internal knowing I know what I'm here to do. I know the contribution I'm here to make. And I'm going to go and do that because I get one life and I want to yep. make it count. Um, and well, so in that's... all of those challenging times, I think that those, it is a story of resilience. Because it if there is. was no challenge, we wouldn't 100%. have to come Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yes. So, uh, Bobby, what's your, your, your biggest challenge? What was your biggest challenge in 2022? Well, you know, I, I think uh, 
two two things come to mind. But uh, when I was at working in corporate and before I escaped and uh, finally started my business 17 years ago, I, I was known as being too nice. And so in the in the hustle and hustle and bustle of competitive worlds, corporate worlds, I was too nice. And so I didn't want to be they want they wanted me to be a jerk, an asshole. And I was like, I don't want to mm. be that person. I don't like this. And so as an entrepreneur, I had the freedom to be who I was and be nice to my clients and whatnot. But now, now what's happening is now that I have team members for my, I, I run three businesses and I have communities that I'm trying to support and help them excel and grow. I've, I've, I've been challenged, I've been challenged to this year to try to be more tough love. And so in the last two, three months, I've been like more forceful. Okay, guys, no, listen, listen, this is really this is important. You need to do this. I'm going to challenge you to do this. I'm going to try to make you accountable. And I, and I was being more tough love Bobby, uh, which was hard for me because I, I, I feel like I don't, I don't want to you know, be mean to people and I don't want to turn into like a, one of those corporate cultures that I disliked. So being a bit, but you know, being more, more loving still, uh, but also being firm and just holding people accountable so they, they can grow. I mean, I try to make it, this is in your best interest. This is in our best interest. Here's why, here's why we need to have the, here's why you need this done. So I've been, and someone and someone said, Bobby, I noticed you're getting a little bit more, you know, getting to the point with things. I'm like, I like it. Like, okay, good, good. So, Cause I feel bad. And so I think that's one, uh, trying to move my community along, moving the team along and being more specific. Oh, here's the timelines. Here's the, what we did. Here's why it's important. Uh, I think it's really important for us to do this. And if you can't just tell me and I'll support you. My role is to support you as your coach, as your mentor. I think that to me is, is one challenge I'm trying to overcome. And the second challenge is, and this is ongoing, but basically it's my weight, my health. Um, you know, I'm diabetic, I'm overweight. Um, the, before the pandemic hit, I had lost 40 pounds, was doing really, really well, I was in a, in a groove. And the pandemic, everything fell apart. And then for the last year and a half, I'm trying to get back into the groove and trying to, you know, get back, get some momentum. And mm-hmm. I've, I've failed every single time. Like it's, I can, I can maybe, I can manage four days, maybe 10 days, sometimes even two weeks, and then it just falls apart. And so I, I went to my uh, diabetes doctor and I added a brand a, a new med- medication, which sucks because now I'm on four and it's a needle that, you know, you put in your tummy or your leg. And uh, yeah, it, it makes me think like, you know, what, and then Christmas, you know, the holidays is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So what am I doing to try to overcome that? And so as I think about this past year, uh, not that I haven't tried. I have tried. I've done different things that I've, I've had success with, uh, but nothing has stuck yet. I recently started an accountability group, uh, but during the holidays, it kind of fell apart. But my hope is to continue that into the new year. But, but for me, <clears throat> that's a that's an ongoing challenge of life. And I, I've also learned that as a large person, as someone who struggles with, with binge eating disorder, um, mm-hmm. one of the things I learned, too, was that binge eating will never go away. It will happen. So then how do I manage it? How do I manage the frequency? How do I manage the the, the the return after I've, uh, it's happened. And I used to try to eliminate it, but I realized now that, no, no, it's always going to be there. So now I have to manage it. So for me, that's something that I still struggle with this year has been up and down. I've had mm-hmm. some successes, had some failures, but uh, I'm mindful of that. It's a journey and I'm doing the best I can. Wow. And so you and the, know, other, this the other thing I'll say, sorry, sorry one more thing is that, okay. and the reason why this is important is because it affects everything else. Mm-hmm. It affects my speaking. It affects my coaching. It affects, you know, the, you know, at, at the worst cases, several years ago, when I was so overweight, I didn't want to go to events. I just like, I wanted to stay home. I, I felt I don't have clothes that fit and I didn't want to go. And so I know it affects my energy levels. It affects, you know, like instead of getting, instead of having a full day of, you know, 10 hours on tomorrow, I'm tired after six. 
So that's also important to why it needs to be addressed. Oh, no, this is very important, you know, because health, mindset, and you know how you feel, how you think, uh, does impact the work that you do, right? Hundred percent. And 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 thank you for sharing that with that because with us because it's very important for 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 those of you listening, watching, and even for us uh, on the podcast, you know, to 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 be reminded that hey, you gotta take care of yourself. And this is something that we have a tendency to uh, set aside as an entrepreneur, right? Self care. Uh, because we, we put so much energy and time on the business that we forget that, okay, but we need to take ourselves, take care of, of ourselves first in order to take care of the business, in order to take care of the family, in order to, you know, to be uh, a good person, to be around for our loved ones and, and our professional uh, so thank you so much for sharing that with us, Bobby. So that's the perfect transition, actually, to my next questions. And I, I will ask you this question to to follow up, uh, Bobby, on just what on, on on what you just shared with us. How do you plan to make 2023 your best year yet? Great question. I think that uh, number one is leveraging the communities that I've built. I think that to me is a huge part of. Uh, making my best year yet because I have communities both from a professional standpoint as well as my personal standpoint. So that for me, having really uh, strong, meaningful communities will go a long way to my success. The second thing is, you know, focusing where my efforts will lead the best results. You know, this is kind of the 80-20 rule, 20% of my effort leads to 80% of the results. So I'm always big on okay, what are the two or three big things, projects I want to do? What are the two or big two or three big content strategies that I have? What are the two or three big, you know, uh, communities that I want to leverage? So when I think about that focus, I think that uh, works really, really well. And the, and the third thing is um, continuing to uh, find ways to scale because, you know, as a, I first started as a speaker and so I'd speak at different events all around the world. But one of the things with that is that it's not scalable. You speak and then you're done. If you get hit by a bus, <laughs> it's over. So having online programs, the pandemic actually was helpful. I, I digitized three of my programs, storytelling and personal branding and thought leadership. And so that's something that I look at, okay, mm -hmm. how do I scale with the group stuff and the online programs? And so that's another angle that I'm doing because for me, I was, I was always, um, I was always ignoring those things. I always, I, my number one thing I love is I love to be on stage in front of 500 people. That's my love. But the truth is the world has changed. And so they're not going to be as frequent anymore. And so for me, I, I, I understand I have to build the online and the and the coaching programs. And so that's definitely going to be a new thing as part of my strategy 2023. I like it. It's you narrow down, basically you narrow down your focus and you look at where do you need to put your energy in order to scale the business. And that's very important. Very important. Yes. Uh, Rob, how do you plan to make 2023 your best year yet? Oh, you know, so for me, 2023, it really is about more engagement within my primary field, but then also breaking out into another field. So I tell people what I do and they're like, no, there's no way you can do that. But I'm an auditor by trade. Right. But what I do primarily now is I train auditors on soft skills, how to talk to people, how to relate to people. 
So now I'm trying to build a community where we can get together because it's a very hard job. You oftentimes find fraud. You oftentimes involved with investigators, whether federal or locally. And it's very stressful. I say that there's a love hate relationship. People <clears throat> hate to see you coming and love to see you going. Um, <laughs> but if I can get us together in a community where we can talk, I find that we have a better time. Now, the other thing that I'm trying to do in 2023 is do more keynote speeches. I've been doing that lately. People seem to like what I have to say about life and how I say it. I don't know why. Maybe I just have a gift, but I plan on using that the best way that I can. So between those two things, I want 2023 to be the year of where I just let it all out. There's a lot up in here that, you know, you just let it all out. Uh, that That's actually my motto for the year. Just let it all out. Oh, wow. Love it. And would you say that you discover your your passion and most importantly, the impact that you were able to make with your speaking engagement, not especially for auditors, because we know you have a great impact in the in this community already. But, you know, the community at large, because you impact a lot of people that are non non edit auditors people. Right. But is that a skill or a strength, a gift? that you discovered recently and that you said, listen, this is my gift. Let me let it out. You know, so I, I think it was a repressed or suppressed, whichever word fits their gift, because I've been like training in front of audiences since 2011 and people would say, hey, what you said sounds inspirational. I'm like, oh, okay, it's just my life. What do you mean? And I just kept hearing it and I'm like, okay, let me just talk about the things that I've experienced because I've done a lot of, I don't know, things in life. And I think what happens is a lot of people don't want to talk about the good and the bad. And I don't mind talking about both or either. And I think that's what people like is because I'll sit here like this morning. I posted about I won an award recently. The announcement came out yesterday. It was like, oh, congratulations. Yeah. And so but but what the post was about was, hey, it was the award, but I have a problem accepting compliments. I always have. And I think sometimes I feel like I don't deserve the compliments or something. I don't know. It's something internal that I work on. But that's what my entire post was about. And so I've gotten all these emails flooding in. Thank you for saying that. I feel the same way, but I'm just afraid to say it. No, nah, man, I have a problem accepting compliments. I don't know. It boils down to a few things. Some of it is, you know, I, I feel like I don't really deserve the, the the accolades for the things that I've done. Some of it is, well, did I really do something that was that great? Really? Did I? Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. But that's not for me to judge. That's for the other person to judge. And so as I work through some of that internally, but I think to answer your question, I think what people like is that I don't mind having these discussions and I'm raw about it because it is what it is. And I think when it comes out, you end up, you help others, but you also help yourself. Because my, my grandmother used to tell me, and I've said this to you before, Doreen, she used to tell me, sometimes you get in situations when you feel like you can't help yourself. When you feel like you're in that situation, just help somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, just cycle of life, right? Lion King, it, it ends up coming back to you somehow. <laughs> but, but you know, wait, 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 let me, let me circle back to something that Tracy said that I think is important though, like really, really important. So I think that impact doesn't necessarily equal income. And so when Tracy said, well, I wasn't making an impact at work, then she thought about it and she said, you know, I was making an impact. I was just making an impact for somebody else. And so now 
as you start to make an impact for yourself, it may not equate to income just yet. You got to find the people that want what you think is impactful that can help them. Right. So I think a lot of us sit in the corporate workforce and we're not making an impact, but we have an income because we think that those two things are related when they can be, but there's not necessarily a correlation or causation there. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. Anyway, that, that was a long way of answering your question, Doreen. That's very true. And actually, you know, like one way to 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 have both together, you know, the impact and the revenue is most of the time by starting your business and doing something that you are passionate about. And this is how you can have both together, not all the time at the same time, but still you have a stronger and better chance to, to have uh, the, the two of them together. So Tracy... How do you plan to make 2023 your best year yet? So this is interesting for me because I went through, I've been a, a like mindset junkie for a while now. So I'm all about like, let's, let's learn things about myself, right? Because what I realized when I left corporate was that I didn't know how to be entrepreneur version of Tracy. I only knew how to be corporate version of Tracy and corporate version of Tracy wasn't going to do it, wasn't going to accomplish what I wanted to in the entrepreneurship arena. So I've been like very, and I talk a lot about my journey on LinkedIn as well, but I did a program earlier this year called the seven days to passion clarity bootcamp. And it was about finding your passion. And one of the things that's really misconstrued about passion is that it's a, a thing, right? Like I'm passionate about star Wars, right? Like Mm, there's things about Star Wars that make me feel the feeling of passion. And those like underlying drivers are the things that give you that passionate feeling. And so I went through this program. And one of the things I learned about myself is that collective contribution is something that's really important to me. So that kind of ties into my corporate past of like not making a contribution that was meaningful to me. And to me, that means everybody making their unique contribution and not trying to, to be someone who they're not, but just trying to be who they are. And it's funny that Bobby talks about standing on stages because like I've, I've, I've been a Toastmaster and whatever for a long time, right? Like when I was in business, it, that was the thing, right? That's the big goal to be on stages and that's what you want. And it's not that that's bad, but it's not for me, right? Like I don't actually want to stand on the stage. I want to stand in a room of people or be virtually in a room of people. I want to be in the group. I don't want to be at the front of the group. I want to be in the group. And so mm. it's been really interesting for me to just look at what was what have I been doing um, and how can I transition that in the new year to be more of a collective contribution like I'm part of the team and I have my unique thing and that drives a specific result within the team but I'm I'm not the end all be all personal branding coach <laughs> right? Like I'm the right personal branding coach for some people. I have a community called Your Business Peeps, which is about like finding your authenticity. It's very much about like the discovery process. And I like to be in it. I like to be in it with the people. I like to be there sharing what I see that is unique about individuals because when they when they realize that there's something about them that's worth igniting, 
that's the thing for me, right? And I want to be able to do that as much as possible. I've completely given up on my email newsletter because like, I don't feel like it's interactive and I like to be interactive, right? So it's been really interesting for me to see like, what are the things that I love, what get me excited to show up, what give me, like what ignites me and how can I base more of my business on that in the new year. Um, so it's not about like being every everything to everybody. It's not about like being Brené Brown, right? Like <laughs> maybe 10 years from now, but not today, right? It's about like how it's, it really comes back to like, how do I do this Tracy's way? What is Tracy's way? How can I figure out what is and what isn't Tracy's way? And then how can I, on an ongoing basis, base more of, of what I do, how I offer services, products, those types of things on how I want to show up as, as a person. Um, that's so that's really, yeah, that's what 2023 holds for me, more Tracy-ness. <laughs> I love it because it's it's all about self-awareness, right? Self-awareness is key. Self-awareness is powerful. And I do believe self-awareness is the beginning of everything else. Because once you know, once you are able to identify what you like, what you don't like, right? What you want to do, what you don't want to do, then it gives you more room to focus on what you want to do really and to enjoy the process, right? So self-awareness is key and I'm, I'm, and I'm happy that you were able to, to discover yourself to in order to do and to give more uh, Tracy uh, to, to people. And Kristen, last but not least, how do you plan to make 2023 your best year yet? Uh, my word for 2023, first of all, is money. Ooh. So when we, <laughs> during when we talked last time, we talked about def defining our own success. And yes. I love that we've all touched on like impact and income. And I know like for this year with making the ask and really was about putting myself out there, really mm -hmm. making that impact, making myself known, being able to leverage my community, my network, um, to appear in, in front of more audiences. And I love what I do. And I'm good at what I do. I will say I'm a very good coach. I love podcasting. I'm also a Reiki healer, all that stuff. I do the things I love. And I, I realize with, and with entrepreneurship as well, doing the things you love. Once you're in that zone, you're doing what you love. For me, at least, it didn't matter how much I made. Of course, I want to generate an income. And you have to generate an income, like, come off, right? <laughs> but um, for 2023, I want it to be, like, about I'm making this impact and I want to generate the income. And I want you see my value. I know my value. I'm communicating my value. Here's how much I'm worth. Here's how much I'm asking for. I'm asking for what I'm worth. I want to, I want to use the word money because I feel as women, especially, we don't mm -hmm. talk about money enough and I want to just be able to throw that word around spend it make it donate it be friends with it come hang out with me um I even have some of it. <laughs> I can <laughs> donate some to you no problem because I'll have so much of it um I even I'm big on uh law of attraction and manifesting and abundance and and being able I name my fish wealth and prosperity because I want those Ooh. words to be just around so it's going to be my biggest year yet because we have, we spend a lot of time really laying the foundation and building on what we are very, very good at. And mm -hmm. now it's, 
I feel like now is the time that I want to give me some money. <laughs> Not some, <laughs> give me more. See, it's all about the wording to run what you're putting yeah, on. True. Give me more money. I want to be unapologetically making that money and making that my biggest year yet. And be proud of it, you know, be proud of yeah. making money. Listen, money. we are working for something. Yes, we love money. All this stuff. Give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So thank you so much to all of you for joining for joining the live today. This conversation, I appreciate you. Thank you to everyone who uh, left a comment in 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 this in the comment section obviously uh, and for contributing to the conversation um thank you so much what can we wish you for 2023 like be happiness health wealth and what else love personal brand empowerment mm -hmm. yes mm, showing up as yourself unapologetically comment. yes see it again I said, love, joy, and fulfillment. Oh, love those ones. Rob? Mm. Oh, wow. I'm drawing a blank here. <laughs> I was trying to think of something that no one else had said, right? But I can't do it. Uh, you know, it, I, I think <laughs> love and wealth, right? Because wealth can be yeah. defined in many different ways, and so can mm -hmm. love. What's wealthy for one is not wealthy for another. And, and, you know, like for me, wealth is is abundance of love, abundance of friendship and abundance of money. So wealth and love and abundance, abundance of health. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. 100%. For sure. OK, so thank you, everyone, for watching the live replay, for listening to us today. If you want to watch the replay, the link will be available in the stand up from the crowd YouTube channel. The last episode also will be available favorite uh, podcast platform platforms we are everywhere and i wish you a happy new year take care of yourself safe and i will see you next year uh, for a new, new live episode of stand up from the crowd so you take care and you enjoy the rest of the week thank you everyone thank you bye 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 thank you <laughs>